Welcome to Manipause.com's Manipod interview series. And today we have a very special guest, Hollywood royalty. In case you've been living under a rock for the last 28 years and don't know her, she is the co-creator and executive producer, writer and director of Friends, Grace and Frankie, Veronica's Closet, Dream On and On and On, a beautiful spirit, a Frenchy dog lover, Marta Kaufman. Welcome, Marta. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, it's so, so happy to have you here. Yes. Thank you. Happy to be here. I also love standard poodles. <laughs> I'm glad you put I that. Just have to straighten that out. Yeah. I also yeah. forgot. Yeah, standard poodles. They're they're sweet. Yeah, I had one, uh, and it was pure breed named Prince Bonaparte the <laughs> Third, which was uh, you know uh, a little difficult to have him walking around with that name, but Colin Boner. Uh, <laughs> No, we called him Andre for some reason. I don't know why. Um, well, anyways, first question for you is, is obviously Mike just went through the enormous success you've had in Hollywood, which is also uh, equally uh, amazing being a woman in the industry and having, having accomplished this kind of, of fame. Uh, but you've, you've had so many shows, so much success, is there a time where you're like, okay, I'm done, or is there more in the tank? Oh my God, there's so much more in the tank. <laughs> I am, I am not ready to stop. I love what I do. I love what I do. Um, as annoying and frustrating as the business can be, and as many rejections as you get, I still love what I do, and will keep trying until you know, the next thing happens and the next thing happens. I'm not ready to give up. I'm not ready to stop. See, Larry and I felt the same way to start this business at our age. We're in our mid sixties and to, to Larry's a plastic surgeon. I, I have a successful company and we are, you know, kind of winding down, but we said, why do we need to wind down? We should just start winding up on our passion. Let's follow our passion. Cause as young guys, we had that same want and need um, but we chose a different path, obviously, and but we're back, you know, and and so glad to hear that with you because it, you know, the the business could turn you off, right? Um, could just be a complete turnoff because it's changed so much. But you still have that passion, and so how do you do it? I mean, how do you keep that going? You know, I I, I think one of the reasons I keep it going is that. I have a burning desire to tell certain stories. I really want to tell those stories. And they are um, things I get inspired by from what I read or what I see or what I hear. And they are things that I've just been carrying around with me for a long time. Um, and, you know, they're like dreams. I'm not ready to throw them away. There's no reason to. Right, right. You know, I may have had knee replacements, but I'm still going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard writers say um, that, you know, there's a convergence sometimes of age and experience and story. And so when you were writing Veronica's Closet or even Friends, do you think you could have written Grace and Frankie? No. Or had, did you need more life experience? I could never have written Grace and Frankie. I was writing about a period in my life that I had just come out of. So I was familiar with it. I understood it. 
Um, I could never have imagined um, what Grace and Frankie had to deal with when I was, you know, in my 30s. I right. just couldn't have imagined it. And as I grew older and went through my own, you know, challenging times, um, you know, I sort of, they, all those things go into a little trunk and then you go, oh, here's the show. And then the trunk opens. <laughs> right. And, and right. stuff comes flooding out. Absolutely. Now, now, we are going through menopause, what we call menopause, and we feel it's a real thing. What do you think? Do you think men go through a, a change of life when they get older? And do you think it's real? Um, <clears throat> I guess my answer, I, I had to think about it because I didn't think you would ask me that question. So um, I, I think something happens with men at a certain age. Um, a number of things can happen at that point. One being, I wanna hang on to my youth and I'm gonna leave my family and start over so I can feel young. And the other that I see very often is a kind of, I'm gonna let go now. Right, right. I'm yeah. And but, and you know, I, I would love to say to to the men who feel that they've gotten to this phase in their life and they feel like doors are closing. I have to say that for me as a woman, I went through menopause right after friends ended. Hmm. So after 10 years of my life, um I go through menopause, my daughter is leaving for college, and yet I understood that yes, it was one door closing, but a window totally opened. I actually saw it as liberating. Hmm. Interesting. So interesting. Well, one, one of the reasons that we started this whole thing, the uh, website, the show that we wrote and all that kind of stuff was because we, uh, we had a little a group of guys that it was basically three of us that kind of hung out, and went on trips together, guys trips and all that, because what we saw was we, we had sort of like what you were talking about. We had some guys that were leaving their wives of 30, 35 years and ending up with their quote unquote soulmates who were 30, they're <laughs> 60 something and their soulmates are 30, right? And, and it was ridiculous. And they didn't see it as ridiculous because they were caught up in it, we all saw it as ridiculous. And then you had the other people, like you say, that that became old people almost overnight. Didn't want to travel, didn't want to do anything, started wearing their pants up to here. You know, I mean, all these things that happened. And we figured, you know, we can either cry about it or we can we can tell people about it in a, in a humorous way. Because as you know better than anybody, humor is a much better way to tell a story or point out a flaw than slapping somebody in the face with it. Yeah. And so we've seen we've seen firsthand the hormonal changes right. that happen to men, just like women, but it, it they react totally differently than women do. Right. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. <clears throat> there there have to be hormonal changes. It's obvious. Not being a man, I don't know how that affects you men. 
Um, I know what the hormonal how the hormonal changes affected me, but I'm sure it's a very different experience. Mm -hmm. Well, with you, women can talk to other women about it. Typically, they, they have friends and they talk about it and they they console each other. Men won't even talk about it. It's a weakness. Well, we're getting over that one and we're pushing to it's you know to get guys to open up about it because we did on our trip. We opened up about it and we said god this is so great for men because if they can just talk about it and have fun with it and laugh about it it doesn't get depressing and um you know and so it's starting to happen we we, we have a, a lot of followers that come to us and they write us these great you know uh notes that god this is great we love it you know we are opening up we're we're, we're traveling more with our buddies it, it's, it's a good feeling. So we just wanted to find out if you felt that in the business. Does that happen when you're writing? Because you have your your stars that you were writing for in uh, Grace and Frankie and two older guys. I mean, it's perfect. And what they went through. Now, we didn't see all the shows, but you you covered a lot on that show with the guys aging. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did covered a lot from retirement and one of them being ready to, and one of them not being ready to, to um, dementia. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've dealt with a lot. I mean, these were men who were, who when we started the series were in their seventies. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's probably some studio calling. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> On my house phone. Right. Yeah. yeah well, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, one of the things that frustrates us and a lot of people our age is the fact that, and we're frustrated only because we're not part of it, is don't you think that everything from movies to TV shows to fashion, everything is really oriented at that 18 to 30 age group, which was great for friends, right? But now that we've moved out of that age group, that's why Gracie, Grace and Frankie was so so important, I think, along with some of the other shows that have been on to kind of say, hey, hello, yeah. we're still yeah. here. We're still interested in things. Yeah, I, think, I, I think part of it is um, that when you get to a certain age, especially for women, but this may be true of men as well, um, you're marginalized and, and somewhat mm -hmm. dismissed. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, and in, in terms of pop culture, it absolutely is geared towards that. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely. You know, that it's one of the reasons Grace and Frankie worked is because there wasn't enough for women of a certain age, um, you know, that they could connect to. Mm -hmm. And men. I, I have to tell you, I, I don't know if it was your idea, if you wrote this or not, but I watched Grace and Frankie the other night and there was a scene with Jane making out with a guy that was in her kitchen, right? And it was pro probably one of the newer shows, right? The yeah. one of the later shows. I have to tell you, that was a hot scene. <laughs> and, it and I know how old she is, and it was still hot, and she pulled it off. She sure did. Seriously. She sure did. You guys must have, she must have been cracking up, but you really must have been cracking up watching that. It was brilliant. She was great. Yeah, she was so that, that just tells you that, you know, it's 
it's still happening there, you know, right? Absolutely, and that was one of the points. I mean, we really wanted to talk about sexuality at a certain age. Mm -hmm. Which Uh grosses young people out. Right. I mean, like our, our kids always when they look at their parents, they're like, ooh. well, that's you know? when they look at their parents. But when they look at other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not true. as grossed out. <laughs> so wait a minute. You have two dogs and a cat. Yes. Wow. I had two cats. That, that's a good that's a good ratio. It's better to have two dogs and one cat <laughs> than two cats and one dog. That's, and, that's true. Now, do you find that. Um, as you're presenting new ideas, um, you know, there are still these stereotypes, men versus women and young versus old. Is that still around? Because we, yes. we had a pitch meeting for our show a couple of years ago with some young guy and he just didn't get it. And he wanted to turn it into a space show. I mean, it's basically a relationship show, a space show, or, hey, maybe they become bank robbers. I mean, it was just, it was like talking to, you know, a cabinet or something. They just didn't get it. Do you find, as you're bringing these ideas, maybe having to do with older people, do you find that you're talking to the wrong person at the studio or company? Well, you know, I, I it, it's, that's tricky because I just did a show about older people and I'm not going to do another show right now about older people. Right. That's just not right. the next, that's not my next thing. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I think there is still a lot of misogyny. Yeah. In this business, um, better than it was. But right at this very moment, it's hard to tell what's the business and, and what's the market. Um, it's just very difficult to differentiate and all the streaming services, the networks are all freaking out and reacting. Um, you know, so it's, it's a tricky time. So it's hard to know exactly what the reasons are. Is it easier the fact that there are so many more outlets that somebody out there is going to listen to you or uh, is it still the same old thing? It's the same old thing. <laughs> That's sad. Same old thing. This is going to go viral because your cat's <laughs> tail is wiggling in your face. And that's <laughs> really funny. Love it. So let me ask you, when you were growing up, were you funny? Did you think everything was funny? Did you? No. I was not funny. Um, my sister was the funny one. I wasn't, I was pretty quiet and shy and didn't, you know, until I got into high school when I found theater and suddenly things opened up for me. Um, but no, I was not a funny kid. So my father was very funny. Your dad was, okay. It's, but you saw the humor and everything. You just didn't. I did. I, I, did. I laughed at that a lot. Yeah. Right. Wow. So looking back at, at, at your collection of shows, we have an interesting question here. If you could choose any single character from any of those shows the, to travel the world with, who would it be? Okay, before you, before you say anything, Larry, who do you think it is? Who do I think it is? Uh, who do you think she's gonna say? Uh, I would say uh, Courtney Cox. Interesting. And her character. I say Lily Tomlin. That is correct. 
Oh. It would be Frankie. That's and I never read that anywhere. I'm just telling you, I just guessed that she is just a yeah. spirit. A, 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 a... And But you're asking which character I want to travel. Correct, with. correct. So the, you know, Frankie is, she'd make everything better. Right. I knew that. I just she'd make it an adventure. Right. You no, know, uh, I watched the first episode again uh, yesterday. Uh, just to kind of remember how it started. And there were two things in there that I found particularly, uh, one was really funny because it was something that you wouldn't think you'd see in a show. And the other was super poignant. The funny thing was when she put something in the freezer and then was trying to reopen it. Well, that's with our, with our freezer, it's the same thing, is that once you close it, you, it's not opening for at least five to 10 seconds. And I, I've never seen that before. I thought that was hilarious. Thank you. And then the other part was when they were on the beach and and uh, Jane Fonda was sort of goading her and she basically just say said, I'm heartbroken. Right. And that was so powerful. Just those two words and the way she said it, it was really it was really an, an amazing moment there. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it was. It was a beautiful moment. And she yeah. did. She such nailed a it. Job. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And you wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't have expected her to be that wide ranging in terms of her acting skills, but. She's a very, very good actor. She's great. She's mm. So what's yeah. next for you? Right. Oh, I'm working on a bunch of different things. One of them is a sci-fi. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Okay. I mean, talk about reinventing yourself at a certain Yeah, really. Is that something you've always had an interest in? I love sci-fi. Yeah, me too. Wow. My, my neighbor up the street has written 11 sci-fi books. Oh, my God. He, yeah. He, it, it's amazing. So I, I had no idea. He's walking down the street. He goes, oh, I wrote 11 books. Yeah. I said, oh, wow. Good for you. Some of them bestsellers. So there's a big market for it. Larry's a nerd. You're a sci-fi I'm nerd. A, a major Star Trek fan. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But, well, you know, that's, you know, uh, there, there's this book that was uh, written about Gene Roddenberry, who created Star Trek. And one of the things that he kept mentioning is the fact that in science fiction, you can tell controversial stories that resonate but are not recognized as controversial, right? So, like, if you want to talk about racism or whatever it might be, when you're doing it in a science fiction setting on a different planet or different world people will listen to it and watch it and say, well, that's bad. Yeah. Because it's not directly affecting what they see in their own world. Right. 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 That's really well said. <laughs> that's awesome. That's exciting. So just to wrap this up, we know your time is very valuable and we want to respect that. So woulda, coulda, shoulda, right. Or coulda, woulda, shoulda, or whatever the, the saying is, Anything that you, any regrets or anything that you wish you had done that you didn't do? That's a tough question because there are many, many answers. Um, there is a project that's been very hard to get off the ground, but it's so close to my heart that I will fight until the day I die to try to get this made. Um, How long have you been trying? 12 years. So wow. even with your credentials and your success, you're still hitting roadblocks. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
That that's crazy. Oh yeah, that is crazy. Do you wait, do you wait for the regime to change at the studios and then it comes around again? How does that? No, work? it's really it's it's the opposite problem. You work with someone at a studio; they're really excited about it, and then the regime changes, and the person who comes in was like, "I wasn't involved in that. I I want right. to do my own thing." Right, right. Ugh. That that must be a killer. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. We went through two years and six regime changes in two places. Wow. Well, we, we don't have to touch too long on this because we know you have to go, but the Africa, uh, your heart is in, in Africa and African-American studies. Thank you. That's Thanks. awesome. That your, your donation to your alma mater, Brandeis University is phenomenal. Yeah, and that may not be well known that it was a $4 million donation to set up a chair or foundation. Uh, yeah, uh, endowing a chair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that that's that's huge. Yeah, um, and yeah, we thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm very excited about it. And yeah, very proud. That's awesome. Well, well thank you so thank much. You so thank much. You. It was such a pleasure to meet you both. Sitting with us for a few minutes and just discussing, just bullshitting, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well good luck on your recovery Thank yeah. you. and good luck on your projects we'll be following you of course yes. and uh and thank you for doing this and we really good luck on it. menopause thank you so thank much you. we appreciate thank it you.